0: While going through our archive, we found this recording of Mike's commentary on the book, The Seven Levels of Communication. He had some powerful observations that we think you'll enjoy. So this is a story about uh, a gentleman who's really down on his luck, a real estate agent, and he meets with a lender and she teaches him, you know, basically how to get his business back on track. And there's a number of things here that I want to make sure that you take notes on. Uh, And so he goes and meets uh, this wonderful lady Let's see, is there anything in the very beginning? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, We actually talked about this on a call. Uh, So, you know, he finally decided, okay, I might as well go see her. Free lunch is a free lunch. Okay. Um, Anybody ever go to someplace just because of free food? Okay. Uh, Yeah. Okay. By the way, I had somebody sign somebody up and they said, yeah, I went to one of Mike's things because, uh, you know, it was a free lunch. (laughs) Don't miss that. Don't miss. how powerful free food can be, okay? Uh, it's, it's kind of a thing. And then one of the things he said on page two here, um, in your hands you hold the strategies, techniques, and systems I used and continue to use daily to become known as America's most referred real estate professional. Here's one of the things I want you to make sure that you do at some point. Give yourself a name. I am known as the father of home inspector marketing. I am known as the king of backups. I have given myself one name after another, okay? And you got to figure out what name you want. At some point, it talks about in here, you know, what, are you going to, what it's going to be put on your tombstone, okay? If you had, I think it's 20 words, maybe it's 12, to put on your tombstone, what would those be? And by the way, I went through that exercise when I was 30-something. It was life-changing to a large degree. The young lady that was coaching me, though, she was not a professional coach, and she thought I was a little egotistical, okay, because of what I said I wanted, you know, to be said at my funeral. And I still stand by what I, I said. Anyway, and then it says, uh, get ready to evolve from the ego era to the generosity generation. And this, the the world shifts back and forth on this. And one of the things that this talks about, and and Kevin will tell you one of the things that agents are taught even today, even Dan Kennedy teaches this, is that you want to be a celebrity. I I, I don't care if I'm a celebrity or not. I will tell you that I'm more influential as a celebrity which is one of the reasons you see me do some of the stuff that I do, okay? It just, it allows me to be able to reach other people. Uh, And so one of the things it talks about here is stop wasting money on costly personal promotion and invest in relationships, which is the top of page three there. They want to build more, they want to build more in a business, they want to build a legacy. How many times have you heard that in what we're doing here, right? Who do you know that has said to you you want to build your business so that it affects the next 100 years of your family. That's it. And I had to derive that from six different books to get there. Okay? And even my dad used to say, you know, 100 years from now, none of this will matter. You know? 100 years from now, this will matter to Elizabeth's kids and her kids. I want to make sure I get it right so that, you know, it's not, it's not uh, rice patties to rice patties, you know, as they say in Asia. So anyway, build a large, profitable business using nothing but word of mouth. This book will provide you with the strategy, techniques, and resources you need, uh, not only to a greater financial freedom, but also to a more fulfilling existence. Okay? Uh, and then towards the, the bottom down here, and this is where the 4% becomes important, okay? what doesn't kill us only makes us stronger. And it says Frederick, uh, how do you pronounce his last name there? Can anybody tell me? Nietzsche? Nietzsche, okay, Nietzsche, okay, um, and then it, and then one of the things it says is don't wait for a life-changing event to change your life. So before Alex was born, we had two kids and we were going to see Susan's grandfather who was dying and in the hospital and everything, and we didn't make it there. Somebody somebody uh, rear-ended us. I was I was stopped and somebody rear-ended us at fifty some miles an hour, okay. Um, Fortunately, Susan and my two kids were all strapped in and they were fine. I wasn't wearing a seatbelt that day. I got thrown against the steering wheel and knocked the wind out of me. And honestly, I thought because of how bad it was, I figured it collapsed my lungs and I figured I was a goner. I had not enough time to look around to see that Susan was okay and look in the back seat and see that my kids were okay. And then I laid back to die. And the next thing I know the firemen are using the jaws of life to pull me out of the car. That was a life-changing event. One of the things I've told Alex, one of the things I've told many people is that everybody should have a life-threatening experience and the sooner they have one, the better. Because at that point I realized, I, I realized I had done everything I could up to that point, but I want you to know every day I try to figure out if I were to die today, would Susan be okay? Would my kids be okay? Would this business be okay? Because a lot of times if somebody dies, their business is gone, right? Especially in real estate, all right? Business is gone. And then that affects 100 employees if we're not careful. So what are you doing to set that up for that life-changing event? Okay, um, moving on into chapter one, <laughs> after all that, uh, so he thought he better go. You know, a free meal was a free meal. He needed to get up anyway, which I thought was funny. Uh, and Then he went to this place, comfortable booths, lined the walls, uh, giving the place kind of a luxurious and elegant appearance while maintaining a cozy feeling at the same time. I wanted to underline that one because it's going to come back because at some point you're going to have meetings with people at restaurants and you need to find a restaurant that's cozy and elegant and kind of luxurious but not over the top, okay? I, I, you want something in between. You don't want a McDonald's. You don't want a Chick-fil-A. You don't want a Starbucks where everybody's going, oh, we'll meet at Starbucks. Worst place in the world to meet. I tried it. I know. Okay? They got blenders going, and the seats are, and people are sitting close to you. You got, you got no personal space, okay? You need a place where it's, it's somewhere in that middle. It's, it's a 4% restaurant. OK, <laughs> somewhere in the middle. Uh, and so anyway, he introduces himself and um, you and, uh, you know, he could tell the person he's meeting uh, the people in He said hi to her uh, and everything is your usual spot. OK. Uh, and so obviously she'd been there before. If you were in a group of people where you look like a mover and shaker and it says this later. Because people seem to know who you are, other people want to get to know who you are. The more people keep wanting to talk to you, the more other people want to talk to you, OK? So it's kind of important there. Uh, and so uh, uh, one of the things it says, she was clearly a professional, but animated by an energy that defined his ability to characterize a lot of different uh, from the kind of mortgage people who he usually took to lunch. And so, uh, so how are things going? Great, he said mechanically. Notice the word mechanically, because that's what everybody wants to tell you. It's going great, OK? Um, and then, um, and then he got into it. So uh, you were telling me the business was great. And that's when he, did you notice how she came back to that? That's kind of cool. And he said, well, I'm not trying to ruin anyone else's days with my problems. And she said, I don't mind. Uh, we all have problems now and then. There's that smile again on page uh, 10 here. Well, problems seem to be norm for me. And then he said, well, I'm just, what do I have to lose? The truth is, things are kind of tough right now. Like everyone else, we were killing it a few years back. Now the market is killing me. And I have heard this story over and over and over again, not just from real estate agents, but from all kinds of other people. And so then he goes into uh, next page 11 here. Uh, he said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to turn this into a confessional. Don't worry about it. Look, you, you know I'm a lender. I have plenty of agents grin and tell me that this was their best year ever. So I'm glad I, I don't look that stupid to you. People want to tell us all the time. Everything's great. OK, um, but if you really want to get to know someone and, the, and he said, what's the word? Wow. Genuine. Right there in the middle of page 11. All right. Markets rise, markets fall all the time. We all know that. But there are some things money can't buy. Reliability, integrity, all that good stuff. Um, moving to page 12 here. And, um, and she said, here's what I'm doing. I'm looking for ways and I want you to mark this on page 12. Put a big old asterisk next to it. And I didn't do it, okay? I'm looking for ways to help local agents market our first-time home buyers programs. Would you mind opening the door at your brokerage for me to do a lunch and learn seminar at your office? I'll buy the lunch, of course. What have I been teaching you for years, right? Presentations, number one fastest way to grow your business. And he said, yeah, no problem, okay? She, and then he's thinking to himself, she could buy the whole damn office, you know, lunch. And that's not going to create any leads because there aren't any there. OK, he doesn't see them, She does. She knows there's leads there. OK. Um, and then he says, well, tell me a little bit more. And she says, well, we educate agents on the type of loans we offer. And then I, page top page 13. I want you to get this. By the way, 13 is my lucky number. OK. Top page 13. But we also teach effective client follow up lead generation techniques like that. I usually ask my contact what the biggest challenge is for the agents in the office. And he almost slobbered all over the table, drooled all over the table when she said, lead gen. The number one thing everybody wants to some degree is more leads. You know, it's kind of funny because uh, the gentleman that's coming tomorrow um, and great guy. He used to have a coaching program uh, and then uh, some things uh, shifted on him. And now he's in the roofing business. I said, what do you need? He said, man, I need the phone to ring more. I said, that's easy. What else do you need? He goes, can we go back to that part where you said that's easy? <laughs> I said, yeah. And I'm telling him Big Bang Marketing. $300,000 is kind of what they'd done their first year in roofing. Now they're getting ready to do $10 million because they're doing the Big Bang Marketing at at insurance offices across the way. Lead gen is so easy. And see, we all understand that. But real estate agents don't understand that, do they? Number one one thing you hear. Number one thing you hear, more leads, more leads, more leads, okay? Um, And then it goes down and says, I think she's actually telling me the truth. Why the heck would she care, okay? And then at the bottom, uh, the generosity generation, uh, which is the whole philosophy of our company. Moving on to page 14, uh, basically it means the more you give, the more you get, okay? Um, And uh, he talks about this guy, Jay, who is a made-up character for the book, uh, and she says, we turn our relationships into referrals. There's no catch. Um, It's just a really good system. And you know how uh, some say it's all about who you know? Some say it's about who knows you, all right? Well, Jay says it's about who you know and how well you know them. Who you know and how well you know them. You want to make sure you see that and I wrote out there how well you know them out to the the left of that Okay, and then who they know All right, and who they know and so it went on down It seems she was speaking a foreign language about some of the terms uh, Communication pyramid the influential zone uh, She talked about making one in ten calls and communicating solutions to her community all this stuff and it was kind of blowing him away um, and then he wondered, how could she have so much passion for this stuff, and so there's that. Uh, and, then, and then she said, well, connecting with people has never been easier. The more people I connect with, the more people think of me as a mover and a shaker. The more people I connect with, the more people think I'm a mover and shaker. Do people want to be around people that are mover and shakers? Yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely, okay? Uh, and so he said, well, can you give me an example of something specific? Uh, You're doing this different. And here was one, and I've talked about this many, many times, and this this is kind of old, but he said, I use Google Alerts to stay in touch with all my clients and referral partners and remind them how much I care about them. It doesn't cost me anything, and it takes no time. The Google Alert comes in. I review it. Then I forward it to the person in my database with a short email from me. I set up a Google Alert for all my referral partners and my top referral sources. I call them ambassadors and champions. So, Amber, and I'm so glad you're here today. Amber's our office manager and I have I have incredible high hopes that Amber will become much more in this company, okay? Amber, Brenna, we set up our top 25 agents on Google alerts and every time one of them pops up, we just tell them congratulations. What? Really? No. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. That's what we need to do, okay? By the way, I set my na- my my own name up, right? And I set some generic terms up like home inspection um, and uh, some company names as well Okay, that I was tracking. All right, Um, And it's so simple. And it costs you nothing. It costs a little bit of time, a little bit of energy, but it's really knowing how to do that. And so anyway, um, so she explained to him how to use Google Alerts. And by the way, if you don't know how to use Google Alerts, I'm not going to go into depth on that this morning. We could do a whole presentation on it. You could do a whole presentation at a real estate office on it. And the agents would be like, oh, my God. And here's the thing is, one of them's going to know it. And you get to brag on that one when they say, oh, yeah, I do that. Okay. Brag on that one. All right. Uh, but set it up so that they get to know that. You can go watch a, a YouTube or something and, and see how to do that. Okay. Uh, and then she says, now, this is very important. This is very important. Page of 16 here. Rick, do you mind if I ask you a business question? If you had a friend or neighbor who was looking to refinance or buy, who would you recommend? She's a lender, remember? Okay. And so he thought about it. He goes, I don't know. He's sitting there in front of a lender. I love that question. Yes. Not do you know somebody, not, you know, who do you know. Right. If you knew somebody or if you knew somebody. If you you had a friend or neighbor who was looking to refinance or buy, who would you recommend? Now, I'm going to change this around a little bit. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to notch this up a couple of times for you to some degree. OK, so and, and it comes back later in the book, but I'm, I'm just going to give it to you now. If you're talking with one of your top 25 agents, OK, if you knew of another agent that needed a great home inspection company, who would you recommend? Duh. And if they say, I don't know. How do we fix that? Right. And then she asked the next question, which is an asterisk next to it on page 16. What would it take for me to be that go-to person? Now, I'm going to tell you the gap inside this book right up front, because I can't stand myself. And, I, and, and what I don't want is for you to get wrapped around this whole me, 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 me thing throughout this whole damn book. In Texas, inspect, there is no me. Okay. Name of your company is fine. There is no, there is no me. How many inspectors do you have? 12, okay. I want to make sure that as you see this, real estate agents are taught to market themselves. Even in this book, he's taught to market himself. She's taught to market herself. What I'm trying to teach you is all of this works, but it's to market a company. And people will try to tell you, oh, you can't market a company the same way you market a person. Bull. That's totally bogus, okay? You can absolutely market a company just like you market a person, all right? You think of Walmart. You think of uh, Target. You think of um, uh, Microsoft. You think of uh, Apple, right? Apple markets itself as a person. Okay, and honestly, uh, even in the world, uh, companies are entities, right? So, I mean, really, technically, they are a person, okay, or a life force. All right. So what would it take for what would it take for Texas to be that go to company? That might be the way I would reword that. We hope you enjoyed the podcast, and as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to MicroReturns.com right now.